Straw Hut Media. No, I haven't. I literally yeah. never have. Oh my god, this will be fun. This will be great. I've, I've got a lot of secrets I can share with your with your fans. From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey guys, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I am filtered with a big China ball light above my head, so it's a little <laughs> bit filtered. So if I look super blonde today, maybe that's why. Because I set up the lighting myself, because Ryan is shady. I'm not Hi, shady. Ryan. Hi. <laughs> look what I have. Can you see my band-aid? Boom, boom. Ooh, I wonder why my band-aid's this way. I don't know. Maybe that's how they do it at CVS. I did not get mine at CVS. I did. I got mine at CSUN College in my car. Oh, oh you didn't even get – you got to just do it, be in your car the whole time? Yeah, and then you, you pull forward, you wait 15 minutes, make sure you're not freaking out, and then you just go. And the lady said I was really good. She's like, oh, my God, you're, it doesn't even bother you. I'm like, yeah. I got this. I was very cool. Wow. I was cool too, but I was at CVS. Yeah. Well, this is my second <laughs> dose and everyone was like, be careful, be careful, be careful. And I'm like, ah. I just kept saying out loud, I got this. I'm not going to get sick. It's fine. And literally I'm fine. I had a sore arm for half a day. I'm totally no, like there's zero problems. Yeah. Mags is asking me how I felt today. And I was like, it's kind of like I took a NyQuil. I kind of feel like a little hazy, like a little, little, yeah, a little like foggy. Like you know, that's it. That's mm. only the way. I, I, that, did you have that feeling at all? No, but I also didn't drink. I didn't drink from Wednesday to Monday. I only had one one drink yesterday, though. Yesterday, so, the yeah. day you got your shot, I told you water only. <laughs> what is wrong Sorry. with you? <laughs> Sorry, I literally Sorry. made it very clear to you. Yeah, I know. Oh my I, lord, you're not a good listener. You're su- well, like supposed to be super hydrated. I was. I was very hydrated, except for the one drink. Well, that is real <laughs> yeah. lame. Because you drank the night before. Yes. See, yes. that's an. This is you need to listen to Mama. But <laughs> all right, you you feel hazy if you want. I feel great. Good. Well, I'm mm. glad you feel. I'm glad you feel great. So you know that I didn't drink for that week, almost a week. I drank last night with my neighborhood now, and we had a couple of cocktails. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, but I realized – so I thought I was going to like be super – I felt skinny, and I got on yeah. the, the scale. I gained four pounds. From not drinking? Yes. What the fuck? How is that possible? I don't know. I really don't understand. And I was feeling skinny. And now I'm like, I should not have gotten the scale today because it kind of fucked my mood. Oh, no. I know. I know. What other than not drinking? What are you like? What's what other things are you doing? Well, I went. Well, I only really started physical activity yesterday. I went for a walk with the dog in the park. And then he was he was out of fucking control. It's like everywhere. I was just like, (laughs) I wish Buddy could take Xanaxes. Um, But there was a hot father playing soccer with his kid. And there was no wedding ring. So I don't know if maybe he takes it off. No, no. 
Um, I didn't have to. He was watching me the whole time. I had I had my moves, pretending yeah. to pick up poop, but and there was no poop. That like well, a, a really attractive over. move. <laughs> picking up poop. <laughs> well, he didn't need to know that. I was just yeah. bending over, doing a yeah, cute little bend with my extra four pounds. What the fuck? I am so because last time I didn't drink for ten days, I yeah. got so skinny. Really? Yeah. That was when you were doing it with Hanan, right? No, that was um, – we did that – I think it was a little longer than 10 days, but no, I did it before I went to France for something. I don't know. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't sleep bad last night. I just woke up really early. Same. I slept bad though. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's no bueno. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have had a lot of Del Taco lately. I don't know why. I've just been craving it. So maybe that's the four pounds. If yeah. you had a lot, then that makes sense. I would yeah. say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, problem. Maybe that's it. Because I quit all of the other fast foods, but I have to have one vice. Um, yeah. So we got our vaccines. Is there anything well, exciting in the news we need to talk about? <clears throat> Wow, you really know. are hazy. I, I am hazy. You're hazy, a hazy or a hazy daisy. It did Max not get her shot? She, we had to do it at different times. We couldn't do it at the same time, but she did. She's got one and I got one. No. Oh, so how was the camping adventure at the Airbnb that wasn't oh, actually camping? It wasn't. It was like Mm-mm. glamping, you know. I was in the no, jacuzzi it wasn't. a lot. That's not glamping in, if you have a bed no, to sleep in. You're right. Fine. It was just a Airbnb. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was so nice. Oh, we went for a long hike, and uh, we just stayed all in the jacuzzi a lot, which is all I wanted <laughs> to do the whole time. I literally, that's all I wanted to do. That's it. I wanted to because I don't have one at my house, and I wanted to just be in a jacuzzi, and it was great. It was really yeah. Fun. All right. Well, does Mags share your enthusiasm for jacuzzis? No, she wanted to get out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of gross, especially when it's somebody else's jacuzzi. Why though? It's so much chlorine in there. Mm. You know? Yeah, I guess. Kills I everything. Jacuzzis freak me out. Um, okay, so today on our show we have a really fun show. I'm excited. So we you all ready know to learn we about love... yourself? Huh? I said, are you ready to learn about yourself? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I've never had my sign, like my astrology read ever. We had to prep for this one. We gave her your birth date, your city, and the exact time. I'm surprised you knew the time. I had to ask Mama. Mama Bear. (laughs) I still don't even know my blood type. My mom knows everything. I need to write this shit down. I'm going to forget. I'm like, oh, something. Oh, positive. Like the most common one I think I am. Okay. Okay. I don't know though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Which is the one that's universal for all? Do you know the blood type? I think it's O positive or B negative or- yeah. Ooh, what if, what if you're B negative? If like they're uh, like B negative, you're negative. Uh, you're being negative. <laughs> I don't even know if that is a blood type. Making fun of people because of their blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how was your Easter? Well, we were at the place. I don't know. It was great. It was, you were like, in we the jacuzzi. Yeah, and then we just drove back that later that day. So where in the country? I mean, where where were you? Wrightwood, California. Is it's like. Do you know ever been to Mountain High, the snowboarding skiing place? Yes, I have. Right. Mountain High is in Wrightwood. Okay. And it was just like this tiny little mountain town. And there's like one restaurant and like a 
and a brewery. And that's like, we did those things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And there's a lot of people that don't wear masks. So that was really weird. People going inside of the bars and stuff. like Yeah, you never trust the mountain folk. Yeah, they, so they we were are like, not about it. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little scared about that. So we like, you know, obviously we did not do that, but um, people just didn't care. People just didn't care. But it was beautiful. Well, I went to Malibu Cafe with my modern family, my ex husband and his wife and my in laws. I saw photos. Yeah, we had a good time. Again, though, there were a lot of people not wearing masks. In LA? And there was like little kids running around. Because Mount- I love Malibu Cafe. It's like, it's just so fun in general. Have you been? No. Oh my gosh. No. It's like a giant Connect Four, a giant chess game. Like, oh, it's just fun for kids and adults. Is it on Not the on beach? Easter. No, it's in the canyon. Okay. It's like in Canaan. Yeah. Like off Maholland. It's it's really cute. Sounds Ooh, my expensive. Gosh, pardon me. Um, I didn't pay. <laughs> that would be my ex-husband he has a hit show he can pay um wait is his show a hit yeah it was like number like it was trending on netflix for a while so i'm hopefully that will keep going for him and if it's good for him and he's happy i'm pretty sure i'll be happy if everyone's happy that it kind of rubs off on other people yeah. so that's good like we the can when everyone's happy. happy we get along yeah. i did throw the kids under the bus a little bit um Uh-oh. just because i was bored I was just like, let's just do something, some spice it up. <laughs> yeah, I said, well, you know what, what Jake said? Uh, Jake said the food is way better at my house. Just so you guys Whoa. know, he's sick of chicken and rice. And then the <laughs> whole, then everyone blew up. <laughs> everyone was having an issue. And then I said, and they think I'm a way better driver than all of you. Whoa. And they were like, what? what? So I had to, like, because we were too mellow at the table. I had to. Spice things up. My kids have full on lied and said they never said it, which they totally did. And I forgive them because I should not have ruined and betrayed their confidence. What is that in you that you feel like you need to just mix it up? Because like, I don't think I I have that in me. I was bored. (laughs) Like, I mean, we talked about everything we could talk about. It was time to mix it up. Maybe we'll learn about that in your astrological reading. Why you like to mix it up <laughs> well i like to mix it up because i get bored and if i'm bored i have to find some mischief yeah see i just don't have that i don't think i have that in me well it's because you're boring um <laughs> uh, today on the show we have maria shaw she's a very famous astrologer she's a, a famous medium astrologer um she's been writing for years her her uh astrology what do you call it? Horoscopes for Step Proper Digest. She has millions of followers. She is she has a little cameo on this uh, season of 90 Day Fiance. More than a little cameo. She's on quite a few seasons or seasons, quite a few episodes. So if you're a fan of that show, let's welcome Maria Shaw and find out if I will ever find love again. So welcome Maria Shaw to my podcast. I'm so excited. This is going to be so much fun. Oh my gosh. Um, When I was reading about you, and by the way, I used to like literally buy Soap Opera Digest every week because my ex-husband was on a soap and Mm -hmm. I would buy it just to see like (laughs) everything, the Kiwi was going to be kissing and what. And so I probably (laughs) read your horoscopes in the past, but I've never actually had my horoscope done, which scares me. Oh, this will be fun. Well, I'm glad I'm the first one. 
you're my free. Then I, I've got a lot to tell you. And I think you'll find it very interesting. I'm your Scorpio. I have a Scorpio rising sign, but I'm a cancer. So oh. we'll have a lot in common. It'll be fun. So- Everyone always talks about, well, we'll talk about 90 Day Fiance in a minute, but everyone always talks yeah. about their rising signs, and I have no idea what mine are. Are you going to be able to Yeah, I'm going expl- to explain all that in layman's terms, and it'll be, I'm going to talk about your moon sign, your rising sign, why you're here, what your life purpose is. We're going to get into relationship stuff for you, if that's okay. Of course. Um, and uh, tell tell the, the, the fans a little bit about, you know, you know, a little bit of the private side of your life too. And then you can disagree with me, agree with me, whatever you want. It'll oh, be God. fun. All right, great. Well, let's first talk about, oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite shows. I actually wait, mm-hmm. I binge it so that I, cause I can't wait till the following week. I have to watch them all at once. So I'm a little behind because I'm watching 185 different things right now. But tell me about your experience on 90 Day Fiance. Well, my experience started actually four years ago. Um, Stephanie Davison, who's the segment that I'm on, I'm her psychic friend, came to me for a reading four years ago. And she was talking about this guy that she was in love with in Belize. And I gave her the name of the girl he was cheating on with. She went back and talked to him about it. And sure enough, the girl, that was the girl. So they broke up Then they got back together. And then she always would come for readings. And I said, you know, this is not the right guy for you, but I, you need to be on 90 day fiance. She had no idea what the show was. And so anyway, she applied for it. Like last summer she got picked and she told wow. him how she got on. And the producers wanted to talk to me. And so now I'm her psychic friend on the show. And I've been on, you know, about half of the segments and I've been warning her to, to drop all these bozos, yeah. but she's, you know, she's a great businesswoman, but not good when it comes to love, like a lot of people. Yeah. I think that happens too. You're either good at one or the other, or maybe not even both at this point <laughs> during the true. pandemic. I'm like, wait, I used to be really good at this. And now I'm like, what am I doing? Um, yeah. like, it's a whole new ballgame. Do you feel like, obviously, you're saying, don't, this is not a good idea, don't marry this guy, but do you feel that someone really could be ready for marriage after 90 days? In some very few cases, I think they can be. Um, You know, I I think there's people that come into our life for a reason, you've heard this, a season or a lifetime. And we have soulmates and past life connections and twin flames, and we also have soulmates people that we, we feel like we're in prison with. Very few, <laughs> I, would, I would probably say, yeah, there's probably a one or 2% chance because we've seen it on 90 days. Right. Um, you know, we've seen some couples that are still together, you know, after, you know, eight, nine seasons. Uh, and then we see some that we know right from the get go are not going to make it. There's just no right. way. So right. I think you can. Yeah, I agree with you. I like I like especially during the pandemic, 90 days with one person, <laughs> 90 full mm-hmm. days, you're really going to know that person well. Um, and I think I knew that I was in love with my ex-husband within like a month of dating him. I knew that he was the one that he, you know, he's the person I was supposed to have children with. I, I really do believe in at least lust at first sight, but I do believe like chemistry is so important to me. Um, and if I don't have that, I can't, I'm not that person that can talk myself into someone and trust right. me, I've tried because they look great on paper. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's I'll just keep trying. But like chemistry is undeniable. I think that's the most important part for me. Um, and I think that if you have it, 90 days, is it's fine. Like you're going to know. 
That's true. Well, you know, you're a Scorpio, so I could I could send you on a date with somebody and you would probably know within the first 10 minutes, half hour, if there's any interest or not. You're just kind of intuitive like that. Um, and some people may take a little longer, but I think your instincts, you know, are pretty good if there's going to be chemistry. You know, it, yeah. you know, and you can tell right away if, you know, you want to hop in bed with this person or you want to make it a lifetime. <laughs> so. yeah. that, that is true. I generally I, I can almost tell by the sound of their voice on the phone. I am so weird about like voices and like the way somebody like converses. I can, I can just tell, or if we're going to butt heads, generally, if I get in a fight with someone, that means we're going to end up in bed. Like we're having an Mm -hmm. argument, like when we first meet about something stupid or random, I just disagree. That is a good sign. That sounds weird, but that is like this. Yeah, I was going to say to you that when I was looking at your chart, that you're the type of person that you you love peace and harmony, but at the same time in a relationship, you got to have a little bit of that oomph. And if things are are going too smoothly, sometimes you may stir the pot just a little bit, you know, (laughs) to have the makeup sex, you know, it shows in your astrology chart that you like, you like it a little, you know, a little bit of chaos. Yeah. That's true. Um, so how's it been being, I mean, obviously you've been in the spotlight and you have millions of followers and everyone has known you in Hollywood forever, but how's it been being on a show, a reality show like this? It's been a lot of fun. And a lot of the things that the fans don't know, and you know this too, is there's a lot of footage that never gets aired. Sometimes the stuff that goes on behind the scenes is even crazier than the stuff, you know, that you you actually see, you know, because I was privileged to all the readings I did for Stephanie with the making up and the breaking up and all the crazy stuff going on behind the scenes. But it's a, I like it. It's a lot of fun. There's always something. And I was a big fan of 90 Day too. I've been yeah. watching for years. You know, that's my Sunday night indulgence after, you know, uh, working so hard all weekend and Saturdays, I do a lot of events. I would pour a glass of, you know, margarita or something or a drink and sit in the front of the TV and just yell at the TV. Dumbass, <laughs> dumbass, wake up. I, I so I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, no, I feel like I'm definitely, I mean, talking to myself during COVID and talking to my TV more than I ever have. I'm like, idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what an idiot. <laughs> like, and like, there's nobody around. I'm like, I'm like, okay, dog, I'm talking to you. But no, it mm-hmm. is, it is that guilty pleasure. But the thing about 90 Day is that you, it's real life. As much as, you know, Housewives and all of that is reality television. You're not ending up marrying someone. It doesn't have a huge impact on your real life, like 90 Day Fiance and Married at First Sight and all of those like shows. That's why I like to binge them because they're real to me. It's not just a bunch of women fighting and throwing wine at each other because <laughs> I could yeah. do that every day. But I mean, this is going to really impact everyone's life. And right. it's... It's a crazy show. I think that's why it's so popular is because, you know, they're on a deadline and we're going to see if they're going to make it or break it. We cheer on for our favorite couples. You know, we try to warn some of the couples. You know, I see a lot of the threads, the fan threads, you know, they're involved. This is like their oh, friends, yeah. their family. They're so involved or their people are very obsessive about this show. And when you think about it, a lot of the um, let's just let's just take some of the, the female leads and some of the, in the cast, you know, they're so desperate to get the man over from the other country and then when he gets here they start picking at him (laughs) immediately they start picking at him and they only got 90 days i mean i don't know how far you've been in the series but um like like uh uh mike and um uh i'm trying to think of her name now i've lost it but mike uh, in washington and the crazy girl that looks like Glenn Close. You know, oh, no, I seen that. Yeah, I'm not on that season yet. Oh, I, I don't want to say too much then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But no, oh, I mean, goodness. it's and these people have become legitimately famous. Remember the really pretty Latin girl? I can't, I am the worst with names, so I'm trying to remember. But she is like has millions of followers on Instagram now, mm-hmm. and. It was just, I mean, she became like overnight famous. It was like, and I don't know, hopefully these people don't go on this show to become famous because that would kind of wreck it for me, but they end up ultimately becoming, some of them becoming, you know, notorious at least. So it's exciting. Are you up to Darcy? Are you up to Darcy and Stacy yet? Are you on that season? Because Darcy became famous. The girl from Is it the brunette? Is she really curvy? Really blonde hair. Darcy and she went over to England to meet Tom, but then she had Jesse before. I think he was over uh, in the Netherlands. I, I cannot picture I, names. I can't do. I'd have to say, oh, this person, this person, this person. I've watched, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. Like I love the show, and I'm really starting to get into Married at First Sight. Also, my friend turned mm-hmm. me onto that, and that is just bananas to me. There is no way I would do that. But the 90 Day, I could kind of maybe get into. Um, but you know. I'm crazy. You know I'm crazy. You have all of my stats right in front of you. I have all your I have all your secrets right here. I have your life path in my hands. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so let's get into that a little bit. I'm so excited to hear because I've never had an ast- astrological reading. Is that how you say it? Yep. I'm going to read your astrology chart, and when I when I read people's charts, I take their birth date, the time that they were born, and the city they were born in. And most people don't know this, but we actually have three signs. Like you're a Scorpio, so you're yep. intense and passionate and kind of mysterious. Um, you don't trust everybody 100%, although you want to. Uh, you do have some secrets, even though you're an open book. I know that sounds very contradictory, but you can, you can hold some secrets. You can't stand it if somebody has a secret, though. But you're very intuitive. you got a lot of good gut feeling. And being a Scorpio, you're going to feel like you go through cycles in your life where you break down and then you rebuild. You lose everything and then you have to build. But the good thing about you is that you can always come back bounce back and be even stronger than you were. But you will find in this lifetime, there's a lot of death and rebirth in your life. But you're not a true Scorpio. Based on the time that you were born, you have a rising sign or an ascendant. And that's how the world sees you. And your rising sign is Libra. That's the party girl. That's the social part. Because Scorpios are more private. But the Libra side of you is gregarious, outgoing, friendly, and open book, and needs to be in love. You love romance. (laughs) You want love. I mean, you live for love. Um, The Libra rising sign likes peace and harmony. You don't want to argue. But if you get pushed too far, watch out. The Scorpio will fight. But the Libra (laughs) is like, how can we create peace? You know, I, I want everybody to get along. And then the other side of you that not may, maybe not everybody knows is the fact that there's sometimes that you just need to be alone, even though you're social and outgoing. Sometimes you need to to go within and just close all, you know, close the curtains, close the doors. I, I think because you're so intuitive, uh, whether you believe that or not, you have a lot I of do. No, I definitely do. I always say if I get a gut feeling, I literally I, I believe it. And it I mean, almost every time it comes to fruition, I'm like, you guys, I'm telling you and they're like, nope. And then it does. And I'm like, I don't want to say I told you so, but I just knew. Yeah. So always trust that because um, I think you're kind of like an empath where you you soak in other people's energy. So if someone has a headache or if they're miserable or feeling pain, you can take that on or pick that up easily. And you have to make sure that you don't carry that pain with you, you know, that you can release it. You can help them and be supportive, but you're not you're not carrying it for them. And then your moon sign, which represents your emotions and your feelings, that's your third sign. That's in Pisces. And, oh. and Pisces are romantic. 
and they and they they love to be in love and they're dreamy and they're they're good um, at artistic type things, but they're indecisive emotionally. Should I leave the bum? Should I stay? Should I continue this relationship? Should I not? So sometimes I think when it comes to emotional stuff, you struggle, but on business stuff and logical stuff, I think you can make your mind up and you're very good at manifesting too. I mean, if you think about something strong enough and long enough, it seems like it comes to you, good or bad. I really say, if I say it, I put it out into the world. Like, yes, on Sunday, I was getting my vaccine, the second one. And everyone's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're going to be sick. Get ready to be sick. I'm like, I'm going to be fine. It's not going to even affect me. And I kept saying it as I'm driving to the, you know, the spot at at the college or you sit in your car. I'm like, I'm great. This is great. This is like, and I literally had no issues. I had a sore arm for half a day and I've been fine. So I like, I was trying to put all the negative that people were putting on me about getting it and mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to be sick. I'm like, why are you saying this to me? Because I'm going to be fine. So I feel like yeah. if I if I think about something a lot and I say it out loud, I put it out into the universe. I really believe in that. Like if you if you say it, it happens. If you yeah, believe in it. And you're a master manifester. Okay. So you really can do that. Um, We're all here for specific reasons. You're here to learn about love and relationships. (laughs) Go figure. And sometimes, I mean, I I think that you, based on your chart, you like cocky, confident men, but then sometimes what you get back is very self-absorbed, self-absorbed, like me, me, me men. So you got, I'm not saying everybody that you're going to draw is going to be all about himself, but you have to really be careful. And, and, and before you wear your heart on your sleeve, make sure that it's an, it's a we relationship rather than a me relationship with some of these guys. All right. Um, Your best year for love is ahead of you. you get, you get two major loves of your life. We know you've already had one. You got two major loves of your life. The next one's coming next year. Oh, yay. May 11th of next year through the, the, the following 12 months. So anytime within that cycle, you could meet somebody. Um, and there's also somebody from your past that still has a crush on you or still has a longing <laughs> for you. Um, he may bop up, uh, bop in and out as a friend every now and then. So you'll hear from him every now and then. But um, I still think there's somebody from the past that you may connect with um, erratically sometimes. Um, and then the other reason you're here is to make money. <laughs> but yeah. not not to make money to buy, you know, uh, Louis Vuitton and Gucci and Fendi all the time. It's to have experiences in your life and to help other people. So you can be a very giving, you know, a very giving person. Um, but I think that even more so than creating wealth in your lifetime, I think it's about having those experiences and being creative and being able to do something that you love. So having enough money to be able to do something that you love, you know, and live your life the way you need to. And a lot of people might say, oh, you know, she blows this, she blows that. But I really think you're actually quite good with money. I I really think that there's a lot of wealth, especially in later years, too. And you're going to have some very, very good investments uh, over the course of your years, too. And then the other reason you're here and I don't is to write and communicate. So you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. I think you're going to design even more products um, in the line of in in the beauty line, because even though you're Scorpio, you have a lot of uh, Libra in your chart and Libra rules. um, uh, Well, it's ruled by Venus. So it has to do with uh, beauty. You know, anything designs for women, relationships. So I think there's a lot more product design in the next couple of years. And you haven't even reached your peak yet. Your peak is 2025, 26. So oh, wow. you've got a long, long growth here for your career. 
Oh, that's so exciting because, you know, you sometimes you get in your head and you're especially during COVID. You're like, okay, I I realized the other day that my dreams have changed because my whole Mm -hmm. dream when I was younger, well, when I was as since I've been a mom was to buy a house. Like I wanted to buy a house, own something so that my kids didn't ever have to move again because we move so often because I'm Mm -hmm. renting and people will sell the house I'm renting. And so my dream was to buy a house so that we have like this, um, that it's just this normalcy. It's not like, okay, are we going to live here that long? And where are we going? And now, you know, my one son's going off to college and, you know, I'm not going to need a big old house with a yard and a basketball hoop. And like my other ones got four years left before college. And I'm thinking like, why would I want a big old house to take care of if my kids aren't even going to be there? So I'm Mm -hmm. kind of like toying with the idea of what is my dream for this? What is my new dream? Which I don't know exactly what it is yet, but I just realized that everything that I wanted in the past, I don't know that I necessarily, not everything, but this, my big dream of buying a home, I don't know that I, that I have that still. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. I, I feel like I have to like reanalyze everything right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that breaking down, rebuilding, death and yeah. rebirth. I mean, yeah. in a positive way. You'll go through a lot of mini, little mini deaths in your life and some big ones and then rebirth, but you're in a process this year and next year. I know you're saying that your youngest is four years off from graduating, but you're actually in a process this year and next year that it's very, very positive for real estate. So if you found another dream home, it's the next hilarious. year and a half, two years is okay to move. So it's this is crazy. Okay. I, I haven't told anyone this except for my producer, but I'm on about to take my real estate exam. Nobody, oh my gosh, knows, that. It. Nobody knows that. That's so crazy. And there's another TV show from that. Oh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't need to be on TV. <laughs> I just want to have enough money not to worry, you know, about every, right. the kids and everything. And that, and that's what we said was money, not so much to go out and buy a lot of stuff, but to be able to enjoy your life and have the things that you need and want for your own sense of security. But no, real estate aspects are great these next year and a half. Um, and like I said, you haven't even reached your peak yet, but you may also, besides become an agent, you may also um, get into um, buying and investing in homes and um, then, you know, maybe flipping them like or flipping do, them doing or something bigger with them. I don't know exactly what I want to say, but I think that you, that's why I'm saying that when you get older, you're going to have a lot of really, really good investments and that you could sell, you could flip, you know, whatever. But I think you're going to make some really good investments in the next three years. Oh, that's exciting. And, you know, like, obviously, I don't know if this is an obvious to you. I just have been bored over COVID and I have to mm-hmm. have things to do. So I, I it, real estate isn't a passion of mine. I do like watching the shows and I, I like looking at nice houses, but I just want to have like something just in case, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like just to fall totally back on like some sort of trade. That's so exciting. I didn't know. I, I always assumed I was a triple Scorpio. <laughs> I don't know why. I think, I don't know. I think my best, do you know that birthday book or something? I had yeah. it a long time ago. I don't know. I think I read it wrong. So well, you've got Mars in love. Scorpio. You've got a couple planets in Scorpio, but if your birth time is correct that you gave me, you've got yeah, a lot of planets in Libra. Oh, so, when is Libra? What, what month is Libra? It's right before Scorpio, late September, October. Oh. And the nice thing with Libras is they always look younger. When they get older, they age in reverse. <laughs> and Libra is ruled by Venus. 
So um, you're always going to be social and like to do things and, and your your people will like you. So it's it's kind of a nice rising sign to have. You know, Scorpios get a bad rap a lot of times. We do. Oh, Everyone's like, oh, God, you're a Scorpio. Yeah, I, yeah. I get that Scorpio's every time someone asks. Yeah, Scorpio is one of the most loyal, the most loyal signs. They will fight for you tooth and nail. But if you cross them, <laughs> if you disrespect them, that's it. You're yep. dead to them. They won't thank yep. you anymore. But you'll put up with a lot. It takes a lot to get you to close that door. But once it's closed, it's not going to open. Begging, yeah. crying, apologizing, not going to open. <laughs> no, it's once you're done. Yeah, no, and once I always say like. If I quit somebody, I don't put when they're just dead to me. Like I don't, I don't put energy mm-hmm. into them, negative or pro, like I don't right. wish bad things for them. They just no longer exist in my world. I don't sit there and go, oh, I hope that person, you know, fails at all. Like I feel like I don't, I don't like people that do that. I, I just, I don't want to be around people that wish negative things for other people. So I mm-hmm. just feel like you know what I. I put my all in this for, and I, as I get older, my social circle is getting smaller because I'm coming to the point where I just won't put up with the shit anymore. I'm like, I am not a grown up person babysitter, even though I do tend to take care of everyone around me. There has to be a a line where I just draw it and be like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I have my kids, my own mental health to deal with. I can't be on the phone with you for 18 hours a day. You know, it's yeah, I, I definitely, put myself out yeah. there and that's yeah. one of the things you have to be careful of. Remember, like I said, you're like an empath, you soak in other people's stuff and you take their stuff on. And I think in the past you probably felt guilty if you didn't, if you thought you didn't do enough or you said you were sorry way too much for stuff. But I think that probably in the last couple of years, I think that you've noticed some certain things you've grown maybe spiritually or as a person, as a soul and other people, other, other people in your social circle didn't grow. They kind of stayed stuck. And so you don't have as much in common with them anymore. You're growing. And it's not that they're bad people. It's just like, there's nothing, you could always dumb it down to their level, but they can't come up to yours on a spiritual level. So I think there's just not as much in common anymore. And, you know, you just have different needs. You're already through your midlife crisis. That's already passed. <laughs> so the midlife well, the, crisis is over. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I an early one. I was like, okay, at 36, I was like, what the mm-hmm. fuck do I do with my life? And where am I going to live? And how am I going to take care of these kids? And so, no, I feel like um, in that in that part of it, I, well, COVID was really difficult for me because mm-hmm. – I'm sure it was for everyone. Like, what am I saying? Not just for me, but a lot of my friends never had had anxiety before. And then I have always had anxiety. And now they're like, oh, wow, this is horrible. I get it now. Because they would say, why are you anxious? I'm like, I don't know. But like, obviously, like, you know, I'm a I'm a single mom. I have to pay the rent. I have to get the groceries. I, I do it all. And there's nobody mm-hmm. that helps me. And I, I don't think a lot of my friends that have these husbands that take care of them understand that hustle where I do run my businesses and I'm also head of the household. And, you know, it's easy for them because they have, you know, a two income household. They can, you know, they have babysitters and nannies and, you know, gosh, I, I just don't but yeah. I try not to put that on other people in general. Yeah. I think the last three years for you, since probably about Christmas of 2000 and, um, 17, you really grew a lot. You looked at things in a whole different way. Then you went through some struggles between, I think, October of 13 to September of 15, and then the last three years. So this past decade has been really a big growth and, and also very challenging period for you. But this, this decade that we're in now actually looks very good. 
This year oh, looks good. good. Next year's even better. And remember, next year after May and for a whole year is really good for love. So, you know, that's a year, you know, that you can meet like a soulmate type. And wow. a lot of people always ask me, Maria, have I met my soulmate? If you have to ask, no. But um, <laughs> right? you could, yeah, you could meet somebody really special during that 12-month cycle. I, I don't think you're going to waste time uh, on people that... Um, are not on your spiritual level. Right. I think you're looking for your more of a soul tribe and a soul connection. And I think you'll find that during that period that I just gave you. But the other thing I want to tell you before I forget is that I think also that you're what I would call one of the family gatekeepers. There's always somebody that's born into a family. And, there, and I feel like in your family, there was a lot of karma, a lot going on, a lot of you were reincarnated, if you believe in that theory, into a family that had a lot of karma, a lot of business that had to be taken care of. And so I think that you kind of being the peacekeeper also um, tried to make sure that everybody was happy or tried to bring people together. And at some point, you may just have to step away from the family and some of the chaos and say, OK, I got to do, do me right now. And then you can come back into it. But the family gatekeeper always feels like they're a little different or a little, a little more unique than other members of the family. And and, but they also feel like this responsibility to create, I don't want to say the perfect, but to create a really good, solid home base. And I think that's what you're doing with your kids. Oh, well, that's nice. I know like growing up, we did have a lot on our plates in our family. And I, I, my dad and I had a quite a tumultuous relationship. And I definitely, as a grown up, I knew when it was time to take a break from him. Like, I'm not going to win. This is not like you can't fight with crazy certain times. I was like, yeah. I'm going to like, I can't, I can't do this right now. I'll take like three months off and like let the dust settle. And then I'll be like, oh, nothing happened because I can do that. I don't hold a grudge. I really don't. For the most part, I get mad and then I get over it the same day. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I spoke my piece and now it's done. It's gone and be gone. I don't, I don't like to hold on to things because it makes me like physically sick. Yeah. And that's more of a Libra than a Scorpio. So you also need to read your rising sign, the Libra for you in the horoscopes, if you follow them, because the Scorpio, they'd be out for blood. I mean, if somebody <laughs> screwed with you, you, I mean, they, they you know, something's going to happen. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like I, I have that Glanville temper. I definitely do. But I also kind of with certain people know when to pull it back if it's possible. But sometimes it, my temper just takes over and I wish I could shut up and I can't. And it's like, blah, you know, and then it's well, like, oh, yeah. I regret it. But I just said it. Oh, well, this is exciting. You also have the sign of the guardian angel in your chart. Now, I believe we all have a guardian angel. All of us get one when we're born. But somehow or another, you got an extra one. So do you feel, because this is what, I, what I, I'm picking up from you, is that you always end up landing on your feet. Even if the situation is total BS and chaos, somehow or another, you're either warned or somebody helps you pick up the pieces on the other, you know, when the chaos is over. You always have that extra protection. And I'm wondering if there's, uh, and I feel like it could be a female, on the other side that also is an ancestor or a relative, maybe a grandma type or something that's watching over you, because it seems like you, you are always going to end up landing on your feet or coming back stronger. And that shows up in your chart as Venus in the 12th house. And that what that means in layman's terms is that you have that extra guardian angel all of your life. Do you ever feel like you're like you're blessed or you're yeah, kind of you know, I do. Blinded? And I talk to I talk to different people. I talk to this guy, Ed, that is past. I, I call it graduated. Um, and then my grandma, uh, somebody else told me like five years ago that 
I was doing a housewives reading. They weren't, they weren't, they were doing like a psychic reading. They weren't doing like your mm-hmm. astrology, but she's like, you have someone looking out for you. You have a garden guardian angel. And I'm like, awesome. I do feel like it's so random. Yeah. I do feel like I, I, I manifest things and I do feel like somebody out there has my back because there's so many times where I should not have recovered from things. And I did regard, regardless mm-hmm. of how hard it was, but it was always a lesson learned, but I do feel blessed in that way i agree yeah Yeah. that's so that's crazy yeah and it shows here in your chart also that um in if you believe in the theory reincarnation you made a soul pact or a soul promise to somebody in a former lifetime a lover in a former lifetime to come back up to come back and reincarnate into this lifetime and hook back up so wow. there's somebody, I don't know if you've already met him or if, if he's yet to come, but next year, remember what I said, looks really good. So it might end up being that you end up meeting, meeting that person you made the soul promise with in uh, 22 or 23, unless you feel like you've already met him. But you've made a, a soul contract to come back and meet up and be together again in this lifetime. But sometimes we don't always meet our soulmates when we're 21 or 24 or 40. Sometimes they come after we get through a lot of the BS and learn to grow as a soul. So we appreciate that person too. And we appreciate that relationship more because you you know, the people that you picked at age 20 or 28 are not going to be the same people you're going to pick at age 40. No, exactly. A hundred percent. And I do, there's an ex-boyfriend that I care about immensely and he does pop in and out of my life and I always worry about him. I always check on him, but he's not like, he's not the one. And I know that, but I I do love him. And we always have stayed in contact since we, we dated. Mm -hmm. Like we've always remained a friendship. Yeah. What's his birthday? Do you know, you don't have to give me his year, but what's his birthday? January 1st. Okay, so everybody will show up in your chart, whatever role they're supposed to play. And he and you show that you have a past life connection and it's a very good relationship because you have Jupiter on his sun sign, which is a good thing. But he shows up in the third house and the third house a lot of times feels like a sibling, like a brother. So you and him have this, even if you had a great relationship, a a very sexual relationship in the past, that going forward, you know, you're meant to be people that communicate with each other. Even if it's not every day, you can pick up where you left off, but almost more like a a family type of feeling to him, you know, going forward. So he's definitely a past life connection in your chart. You also have a past life connection with the Virgo, somebody born in late August, September. That was a bad, uh, a bad relationship. And you have unfinished business with the Virgo. You also have a past life connection with the Libra and with a cancer, somebody born in late June, July, and with a Gemini, late May, June. So if you know any of those signs, you have you have something to work with them, good or bad. And some of these people you may already met, some you may know now, some you may meet in the future. Wow. Well, my ex-husband's July, I mean, June 16th. I That's think. the Gemini. Yeah. And then yeah. my son's June 2nd. I have a lot of, my dad's June 4th. I have so many Geminis in my life. They drive me nuts. I love them, but like, you just don't know who you're going to get. The good guy or the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gemini, it's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. I, I love Geminis. You'll never be bored. They're so much fun. But you have kind of what we call with your ex, that was the that's the Gemini, what we call a quincux in astrology. And if you look at a Scorpio and a Gemini, just for instance, there, there's an aspect called a quincux, and it's a karmic relationship 
that you feel like no matter how hard it is, got to stick it out. You got to stick it. For some reason, you just feel like I got to make it through this crisis, got to make it through this crisis. And then there's usually something that comes along that you say, okay, I finished the karma. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. But it's, it's a relationship that's very, very hard to break. You get through a lot of stuff. And then you, one day you just say, that's it. Right. Well, so, and I'm not saying that you're going to do that with your son. I'm talking about. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I can deal with his two personalities. I already know yeah. them very well. Well, that's exciting. I mean, I really, I didn't, I've never had that done for me. And I'm so thankful that the better times are ahead of me because mm-hmm. I've, you know, been a little bit Debbie Downer just because of COVID. And I feel like, oh, I'm getting old and I'm going to die old and alone. Like love is done for me no. a little just because of, you know, it's it, LA yeah. is a really hard town. Number one, everyone my age is dating an 18 year old. So it's difficult, but I, you know, I believe in love. I am romantic. I really like, I love romance. I, I want to have purpose, you know, like not that I don't, but I mean, when the kids leave, it's, I'm going to need to either get 12 cats and eight dogs or, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I need, like, I have a dog now, but I like when the kids go to their dads, I'm like, thank God I have my dog because I need to take care of people. I'm a nurturer. I need mm-hmm. to, that's just what I do. I, I enjoy it. It's like something that I need to have in my life. So hopefully. you're going to work all your life, not because you have to, but because you want to, you're the type of person uh, that when you get up in the morning, you have to have a purpose. If yeah. you don't have a purpose, you get kind of bored or depressed. So but a lot of your purposes are very creative. I mean, you're very, you know, you've got writing aspects in here, good communication aspects, good sales techniques, creating product. Um, and I think there's a real strong need to be of service to others. So whatever that you do do, it's got to have a purpose to make the world a better place in some way or to nurture. That's a better word for you to nurture the world. And if it doesn't do that, you may not have the passion behind it. Right. So no, I, I think always that's like, part of the path. yeah, I feel like my friends are like, you can't fix everyone. You can't help everyone. And I would rather live my life helping people like if I can in some way, then I don't know, then being cynical and thinking, oh, everyone is out to get something from me where I don't, I just don't, I don't ever want to feel that way. And a lot of my friends are like, oh, that person's just in it for this or that or this. And I'm like, well, let me figure that out on my own. And if that's the case, I will tell you, you're right. But I'd rather trust this person and to see where this goes, whether it's a friendship or a boyfriend or whatever it is. And I don't want to like, I, I have issues with trust when it comes to relationships but with men romantic relationships but i like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt you know and and if they prove me wrong then they're dead to me (laughs) that's it you know that's so you you speak so much i can see the libra in you i mean the scorpio yeah you're dead to me i can see that you know that's that's who you are your sun sign but there's so much libra planets in your chart and just talking to you like this you see the all of the lot of the words that you're using are libra words peace and Mm -hmm. harmony justice you know everything that that you 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 know you're gonna i'm I'm gonna learn about this person myself rather than take your word for it you know you're gonna give everybody the benefit of the doubt that is so much like a libra so that's why i'm saying you can't always read your your sun sign or your zodiac sign because there's so much more to you than that so and then the pisces moon oh my god do you have a lot of crazy dreams because people in pisces moon have vivid dreams 
I do lately at, from COVID. I have very like it's like so vivid every single night, but not really prior to that. Plus, I take a Xanax okay. before bed, so maybe that has something to do with it. Um, so I'm not sure, but yes, during COVID, I've had the craziest dreams. Like I woke up crying because I couldn't. Oh. My son was drowning, and I couldn't swim. I, I was swimming as fast as I could, but I couldn't get to him. And hold okay. on, I have an angry chihuahua. Yeah, spiders, spiders, come on in. Come on, stop it. What are you going to do anyway? He's a chihuahua. He thinks he's a pit bull. It's great. Oh, that's the <laughs> so, German shepherd here. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so would you, are you going to continue on 90 Day Fiance or is it is that part done now? Or um, I may be doing some other shows, but our season has ended and there's, a, unless they in, invite Stephanie and Ryan and Harris back in to do another one, uh, I'll probably be invited back. And there may be some other opportunities there. You, you just never know. You never know who's going to pop back up. You know, yeah, there's some, of the, some of the cast of, you'll see in, in many episodes. And then Darcy and Stacy got their own show. And, you know, Angela's back. I don't know if you've been watching Angela and Michael, if you're up to that speed yet. But that's that's a great couple, too. Funny couple. So, well, I yeah, feel like they should that. have you on just that. to give everyone advice. I'd like, just honestly, I'd like all the couples, like have a meeting with them. I'm going to write in. I'm going to say it. <laughs> Oh, that would be great. I would love that. I would love that. But don't give up on love because it's it's not that far around, around the corner, I would tell you. Um, you know, like I said, this last decade, you know, 2013 kicked off like a series of a lot of challenging cycles for you. But this decade is going to be so, so, so much better. And a lot of, a lot of the things that you're working toward are going to be are going to fall into what your purpose is. It's almost like you get to live your authentic self. I think you were building that and you're going to meet a lot more people in your soul tribe. But I want to say something about your dreams because you brought up, you were really scared yeah. about your dream with your son. Our dreams are our fears and our phobias that um, we deal with during the day and our problems and our anxiety that we repress. And we'll say, well, I'm not going to think about that. I got to focus on this. And then they live in our subconscious. So when we're sleeping, they bubble up to the top, the fears, the anxiety, whatever the subconscious becomes alive while the conscious side of us sleeps. So they bubble up to the top. And they come out in the form of nightmares. It's not always just a bad pizza. And yeah. so all those anxieties and fears come out. So if you have a nightmare or a bad dream, bless that because you're releasing the anxiety and the fears. Oh, they're, they're, they're coming out in the form of dreams and you're not carrying them inside your, your, your body, inside your soul anymore. You're releasing them. And with your son drowning, it may be that you're trying to help him. You're trying to save him or you're trying to work with him and make his life happier in this lifetime, you know, in, in current yeah. day. No, um, definitely. So yeah, we were having brown. a little conflict, he, he and I, about going back to school. And I'm, you know, it was a long, we were having a day or two of like just arguing. So maybe that was it. Maybe because I don't argue, like, you know, I don't argue with my kids in general because I'm the boss of them. <laughs> Kidding. That's right. But, That's so cool. <laughs> right? I'm like, my mom, oops, oops, sorry, my earpiece, even though I got a new little thingy. Um, my, my kids have, uh, my mom always tells me I'm bossy. I'm like, well, I'm the mom and the dad for these two children. So if I don't say it in like maybe 10 different times, uh-oh, we lost. I, something happened. I'm I, I'm still here. Can you hear can me? Hear okay, you. I can't. Ryan, can no, you see I us both? You. Ryan? Oh, yeah, I'm good on okay, my well, end. Okay, I can't see you anymore. Okay, so my, something happened to my screen. It jumped, but we'll just continue. Um. Yeah, no, my kids say that I'm bossy. My mom says I'm bossy. I'm like, well, if I don't <laughs> boss everyone around, nothing's going to get done. Like, I, it's just, 
it's it's almost out of need that I am bossy because you know my kids are useless. I love them more than life itself, but they can barely yeah. <laughs> like, and you want to put everything know. in balance. Yeah. Yes. And I want them to yeah, be Libra like Rising to be, wants to keep everything in balance. Yeah, I want the kids to be good little gentlemen and do the right thing and not go on the elevator when the door is open, let the people out first, <laughs> you know, just like the like just stuff. I don't know, but, but it's so good to talk to you. Thank you so much for being with us, Maria. I have had the best time. This is this is, gives me hope, and I think that's what we all need right now. So I really appreciate yeah. it, and thank you. I'm gonna, I cannot wait to watch your 90 Day Fiance. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out which one it is. I'm gonna watch it ASAP, and hopefully they'll bring it back and have you talk to everyone on the show. That would be great. Thanks for having me too, Brandy. It was great talking to you. We need to do this once a year and do a reading for you every New Year or something. Oh my God, that would be awesome. Well, definitely, um, I'll have my producer give you my email. We'll set something up. I really, I'm excited. This gave me like a happy, like it's on a Wednesday, but it's a happy Wednesday. Usually I'm like, Wednesdays are womp womp, but today you've made my day. Oh, I'm glad. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks so much. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I love her. Okay. Do, as she was saying some of the stuff, I was like, you have said some of this things, these things to me, like word for word. Yeah. Like, like as she was telling you about the Scorpio thing, like you say that to everybody, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, what fierce and loyal and like, you yeah. always say loyal as fuck. And you know, like, I was it's like, true. Oh, <laughs> like if you, and you fuck with me, if you hurt me, I'm, if you hit me, I'm going to shoot you. Like, that's how, yeah. that's yeah. it. Like she kind of said that too. And she got yeah. like, she got, she was really dead on, on, on most of the things I'm hoping she's dead on, on my future. Cause that sounds amazing. Love oh and success. May 11th, starting May 11th, you have a whole year. I wonder what the fuck's going to happen. Oh my, that's like I soon. I think it's May 11th of next year. She said. Oh, I thought, oh, I, Not I thought this it was. Year. Oh, I thought it was starting May 11th to the next year. That No, yeah, May is- 20, or she said 12, uh, sorry, May 11th, 2022 to that whole oh, year. Oh, got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think so, I have a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, by <laughs> that time, Celeb I'll Chat be skinny. will be- uh, right. When she said no, you have a couple things, I was like, celeb chat and then our Facebook sitch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was there was a lot of stuff that was dead on, and I just wrote a show that I'm supposed to turn into the show producers that are doing the show. Um and the right like everything was very dead on. Like you got a lot of you got your hands in a lot of things going, you know, like <laughs> Something's going to like just something has to hit because we've been working for yeah. a long time. Oh um, my god. Yes. Butters, you want to come join me? You want to come, come on, join buddy. me? Come on, bud. Oh, he wants... Nope. Nope. Not going to do it, buds. Not, He's being a dick. Today. Come here, buds. Not I'm, not, I'm not doing this with you today. <laughs> yeah. I can't with him. Um, How are the cats? <sighs> oh, my gosh. That's part of the reason why I'm not sleeping is because the little one... <laughs> doesn't sleep i just hear it running up and down the hallways at night and i'm just like and then like futzing with something and i have to get up and like pick it up and like what if what are you doing i hear so many things crashing in the middle of the night like that's part do of they the sleep I, with you like can't she is, does but she do, when i wake up she's asleep but i 
She, I don't know she when parties. She goes to bed. She's a rager. <laughs> but she's a kitten. That's yeah. why my uh. friend had a cat. I would sleep over. The cat would be on the bed, and I'm a light yeah. sleeper. And then like kneading on my chest, sucking the breath out of me. I'm like, <laughs> no more cats for me. I love cats, but no. It's tough. Yeah i I can't wait for this phase to to get. I can't wait for her to get out of this phase because it's like shit is just crashing throughout the house, and we go back <laughs> in the morning, and there's just so much crap on the ground. Oh god. <laughs> and she ruined your furniture with her little paws yet? We had to like wrap our couch in a yeah. blanket because she is she's like scratching shit and I'm just and I have a squirt yeah. bottle and I squirt her. Oh. <laughs> when she does it, but she knows Are you going to do, do that with your I'm... kids? No. <laughs> what a horrible pet kid. owner you are. <laughs> is it lemon juice or is it just water? Just water. Why would I do it with lemon juice? You seem like a bad person. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right, let me get a pen so I can write this haiku, and we can go. I'm gonna find love. I'm gonna find marriage. I'm gonna find a baby in the baby carriage. carriage. Your your baby carriage. Oh right, right. All right, let me get a pen. Love is good. Love is great. You won't have to masturbate cause you got love in your heart <laughs> happiness is about to start you won't have to jerk it off I love you <laughs> I love you thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.